show um got a good one tonight da, da, da. boom i'm your host burley and uh, tonight i'm joined by a funny motherfucker i've been following this dude for quite a while a uh, hilarious comic athlete host of uh, slick and thick podcast on the gas digital network fucking director pickleball fucking addict he's the reason <laughs> i'm all sunburned right now this motherfucker got me out there playing pickleball the last two days out of boy dog yeah I've been, I've been making fun of pickleball for years dude dude <laughs> it's becoming a real big thing here in houston so like yeah. fucking chicken i'm like pickles, baby. chicken and pickles downtown houston out yeah there. I've, I've heard is good I'm, I'm day two in i don't i'm not sure if i'm ready to hit up you know doing pickup games but uh me and my buddy were out there playing the last two days it's been fucking what 98 and 100 the last two days bro yeah pickleball is insane houston Playing in Houston in the summertime is wild. Better get out there early in the morning. And uh, dude, that that opening animation intro to Rage <laughs> Village is first class. It's world class carnage right there. I appreciate it, man. The whole show is about you know partying and having fun. So that's, that's what it is. That's what got me in the shape I'm in. Hence me trying to exercise a little. So <laughs> dude, I hear it. Hey, uh, I'm not gonna suck your dick a whole lot, dude. But I listened to you on Ethan Soupley, dude. Mm-hmm. 10 of 10 that's, oh, that's that that's a top two show for me and i listen oh, to his show pretty regular so well that that means a lot man i mean um ethan suple uh you know i mean th- just think about the type of guy he is the, you know the stories he could be telling the true hollywood stories and the fact that he's taking that you know his platform and, and he's using it to you know to showcase that vulnerability and that yeah. kind of like that third rail, uh, you know, cause look, everybody in this life struggles with something, but being fat or, or gaining weight or, or whatever is like the one thing everybody in the world agrees with is not okay. And everybody <laughs> with you on like, yeah, I used to mess with my black friends doing like black lives matter. And they were like, you don't know what it's like to be black. I'm like, yeah, it's probably a little bit better than being fat. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would say black over fat. Yeah. <laughs> you want to trade? Dude, you trade. Did. You know what I I have the problem with? I don't like when I look in the mirror, I'm like, I look all right. But then I see a picture. The picture would have fucked you up. Looking in the mirror, I feel like I'm good to go. The the picture, you know, it's the helplessness of like the time that's passed. You know what I'm saying? Is that a Bud Light, bro? Dude, we're going tranny beers because I'm fiscally responsible and they are cheap as fuck right now, bro. They are cheap as shit. I don't know about that. A a dick in your mouth is free. It doesn't mean you should put it in there but hey listen yeah, you know what no <laughs> to the bristle let's go dude yeah. <laughs> sucking on the vein is that the, do they come with veins now so you can feel it in your <laughs> just, hand it's just a goddamn snickers bar in my hand hell yeah, yeah is dude. It veins for your pleasure or what yeah hey dude you know what i'm a miller light guy by by a by, true to my heart i'm miller light guy i'm a cheap mm-hmm. date but cheaper i'm a high life yeah. high life and pbr guy so i get it High life's um, the weird one, dude, especially in the bottles. 
I you love get, them. In the you box. start drinking them like during the day in the midsummer. There's no way there's 12 ounces in that thing. They go down so fucking oh fast, God. bro. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, it's well, fucking. They, they've been skimping us out on an ounce, right? <laughs> yeah, the fucking. Old... Those they go down clean. Get, you know, they they put the impression of Kit Kat into the chocolate. They owe me. They owe me that chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fuck it. But yeah, dude. Uh, comedy, dude. So what? I'm sure everybody knows about you, you know, dude, I'm not going to try to rehash everything you talked about. How do you end up going from being pro ball player into comedy? Where's that transition happen, dude? Oh, well, you get released. Oh, well, okay. (laughs) You know, you you don't, uh, it's funny, man. Some people are like, so why'd you choose comedy? Well, because they stopped paying me to play baseball. So, you know, it's not really a choice between those two. Like, you know, if you can be a pro athlete, be a pro athlete. No shit. Um, even a minor leaguer. But then um, comedy wasn't really something I, I had on my radar. I'll be completely honest really? with you. Like, I was messing around with open mics and I was, you know, I was pretty charismatic. I have a worldview, you know, and, and um, I had some stories to tell. But, um, you know, I, I really wanted to, I didn't quit baseball because I was bad at it. I quit because I couldn't pay my bills. Yeah. So like this, like the idea of jumping back into another non-lucrative industry wasn't really what I wanted. <laughs> yes. you, know? Uh, you know, so I, I did the, I, I got into pharma sales and then I was in politics and I was a business owner and. Whoa, well, you're in <laughs> politics. I didn't yeah, know that yeah. about you. Yeah. A lot of people don't. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah, I, I was in, I was a political aide and I, and I helped run campaigns and I, and I, um, I, I wrote some speeches for some guys that, that have since run for president. And so you've the, seen uh, some of that shit, how it happens on the back end. That's why, you know, my, my political identity is very well informed. That's why yeah. I'm not afraid to go where I'm, where I go, because I, I, I kind of, I know how to read, I know how to read the tea leaves. I know what they're saying when they're not saying it. I know. I know that language. And it's also why I really, you know, I try my best to try to like get people to understand when they're being manipulated because there's so much manipulation that's happening right now. That's, that's my major issue with all politics. It all feels like both sides are trying to butt fuck you the whole time. And that, that's why I quit voting, bro. I was just saying, I feel like they're all trying to butt fuck me here. Well, let's, let's, let's start with both sides. Who are the two sides? Well, you're, you're two main guys, right? Not your thing. Your 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 uh, your donkeys and your elephants, right? Sure, Democrats, Republicans, yes, right? Yeah, but Mitch McConnell's a Republican. Lindsey Graham's a Republican. What do they disagree with Democrats on? I don't know, dude. I don't know. You're you're gonna put me in waters I know shit about now, well, and I'm and I'm man you. enough to say I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, and I appreciate <laughs> that, but I'm just uh, you know the there is no two. There's there the the two isn't Democrat Republican. Oh, it's pro wrestling. The two is them and us, bro. Like okay. that's that's what people really gotta understand. Like somebody in DC does not give a shit about you, Burley. Whether I, I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. And that the truth of the matter is is that if anything came from this this Hunter Biden stuff, look at how much money they're getting from foreign interests to not care about us. They got 20 million reasons not to give yeah. a shit about me or you. Oh, yeah. And just keep that in mind when we when we start hating our neighbors and we start wanting to hurt each other. Just remember, it's for them. We're, we're doing this for them. Nah, crazy. How, how much? Blow, OK, so y- y- your comedy is is 
I don't remember it originally being so political, but has it always been political? I feel like I've no, heard. Yeah, okay. No, I, it's the opposite, really. And I, yeah, you make a good point. Like, my comedy started off, like, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, I don't know, pretty jovial, funny, everyday I'm, I'm not stuff. mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm just, it is your voice, right? But yeah, like, yeah, do you catch any, the, 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 the reason I asked was, are you catching... In certain areas where you might do shows or something, do you ever catch shit about some of the things you say? Oh, my God, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been dropped by agencies. I've been dropped by management. I really? mean, dude, I, I, my first gig in television was I wrote on the Wendy Williams show. So, oh, like, <laughs> there's no, yeah, I'm not, main, the mainstream, I'm, I'm blacklisted from the mainstream, dude. I, I've been demonetized. I've been shadow banned and the whole nine. And, you know, I've been labeled a conspiracy theorist. I was just on the Anthony Cumia show and they were like, you know, uh, Gerard, they told me you were a conspiracy theorist, but I'm looking at all your videos and I think you're just right. <laughs> that, yeah. Like, yeah, thanks, that sounds man. like Kumia for sure. Yeah. I, so, I, uh, I don't know if you follow Kumia on Twitter, but oh, yeah. if you follow wow. Kumia, it, uh, it just starts sending a lot of wild shit on your feed, bro. And I'm just like, eee, God damn. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's, uh, he's, he's, uh, He's another level. He's past <laughs> the point of caring at all. Yeah. Um, but for me, man, I, it's just, I had to make a decision, especially during COVID to either like keep my mouth shut, be an obedient little boy and do my shows and, and, you know, do what, do what you're told and make people get the vaccine to come to our shows and just never sat right with me, man. And, and thank God I was with Carol Ann Miljavic and we were touring together and she felt the exact same way. And she said, no, absolutely not. We're not forcing anybody to do something to come watch comedy. That's insane. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we suffered the consequences for it. That's for sure. You know, but was that OK? Was, I know that you said during COVID you ended up in Florida. Was that the reason just because Correct. lockdowns were shitty as fuck and everything? No, and non-essential, bro. I'm not essential. Oh, shit, that's nice. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget. I'll never forget when the government locked me down and told me I was not essential. That I couldn't work. I still had to pay my bills. I couldn't work. But all the people in my city can go marching five hundred thousand yeah. through the streets. But I, I have to stay inside. Yeah, no. I said enough. Enough's enough. Moved down to the free state of Florida, and uh, honestly, it's been the best decision I ever made in my life. I mean, you know, why didn't um, you come to Texas, bro? It was, it, you know, it was between <laughs> Texas and Florida. You know, Texas, there's, I, I like being by the ocean. I need, I need, oh, uh, yeah, I need we got the, the brown ocean, dude. So, yeah. <laughs> that's what we got over here. You guys got a red river. I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> and we still swim in it. Like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, I like Florida. I like South, South Florida. What I part? What, too, I, 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 grew, uh, I grew up in Fort Lauderdale. Favorite places. Oh, nice. Okay. But uh, I grew up in Fort Lauderdale for about eight, eight years. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah, so I grew up there. I was too young. I couldn't tell you what area and all that shit. But, you know, I do remember going to the beach all the goddamn time. So that yeah. shit was fun as fuck. Um, speaking of fucking Twitter, dude, did you see the Jamie Foxx racist tweet? Was it racist? I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm going the headline here. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a little behind here on the like news. They, wasn't it something like they killed Jesus? What do you think they'll do to you or something like that? Yeah. So the Jews are getting all uptight about it. I don't know if you saw that or not. Uh, 
I, the Jews, the Jews sounds racist yeah. when I say it. Yeah, the Jewish yeah. people. You know? <laughs> well, listen, man, the libertarian in me would like to point out that the Jews did not kill Jesus. The state did. Um, the yeah. state executed Jesus. So just just to throw that out there. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, they physically did it, but who voted on it, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, the people, right? Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, when it comes to that stuff, that what, what did he say? What's it say? I can't really see. It said they yeah, killed. They killed th- go ahead. They killed uh, this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Well, <laughs> who's they? First off, uh, who's they? And and the state. Yeah, the state doesn't like dissidents. You know, they just killed a seventy-five-year-old. I think in in Utah for. Oh, for- dude, what was the story on that? I saw the tweet. It wasn't. It sounded just wacky to me. Yeah, apparently they they said that he had made threatening tweets to Joe Biden or something like that. So I, the FBI came knocking on his doors and shot this dude in his home. I read the I read the tweet. I'm gonna tell you how I remember it, but it's like I, President Biden's coming to such and such Utah. Um, I'm gonna pull out my ghillie suit and my whatever model sniper rifle. Mm. And then he wrote buffoon in chief. But that was it. Uh, it seems like I've read way worse shit on Twitter. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, especially against the orange guy. You know, yeah, people were yeah. fucking trying to kill that man. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the, yeah, I, I seem to remember Kathy Griffin holding up a. No a shit. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, shit. I mean, these people are nuts, bro. I mean, I don't know. You know, uh, I, I keep I keep waiting. I keep waiting for, for my, my Democrat friends, my friends on the left to be like, all right, enough. This is a step too far. And it just never happens. It just never happens. They just never stop and go, you know, no, this is too much. This is too far. It just keeps going. And they're like, oh, well, you know. It's, I, I, I don't know if it's, a, if it's a trend or I'm just picking the right ones. But every, every New York comedian I have had on the show, barring like maybe one of them, they're all like, yeah, the older I get, the more I don't like being a lefty. You know, this is fucking horse shit. And, you know, they're all <laughs> well, fucking. <laughs> I, I never really understood it from a perspective of, well, you got to understand a quote unquote lefty 20 years ago. Those are the people that were like, don't label me. I'm not yeah. my sex. I'm not my gender. You know, like, yeah, drugs should be legal. Like the, the, these are far right positions today, yeah. you know, like free speech, free love. Like that's, that's what a quote unquote lefty. That's what yeah. a liberal was 20 years ago. I mean, uh, George Carlin was a self considered liberal, uh, liberal anarchist. And yeah, he know, said, yeah. It, today. I mean, he's, he would be considered like a, a right wing white supremacist. Oh know? yeah. Like, he'd, he'd be canceled immediately, bro. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. So, uh, and that goes back to what you were saying before is like, I never anticipated, I was, I worked in politics and I left, I, yeah. I didn't want a life in politics. I didn't want to become a political comedian. Um, it's just, I find it to be impossible to talk about really anything else in this moment because it's so hyper political, right? Even everyday things like, man, it, like it, you can't go to the grocery store. You can't go to the grocery store and not spend like 150 bucks now. Oh yeah, dude. I got two kids. I know. I know. It's, I can't. I, I have no idea. Carol Ann's got four kids. I have no idea how she does it. No idea. You know, it's sixty bucks. To, it's sixty bucks to, to gas up my Jeep. I can't imagine what a minivan is like. And I'm not. And so everything costs twice as much. Mm-hmm. And brother, I'm not making twice as much money. Nope. 
No. You know, tra- travel sucks. Uh, like, dude, like we spent nine trillion dollars and locked the country down. And what's better? Have they fixed a fucking pothole? Like, no. what? Like, what's better? Now we're another 13 billion going to be sent <laughs> to Ukraine. And we just got to be like, OK, well, you know, our turn's coming, guys. Like, nah, dude, it's. So, so yeah, I have to joke about this politically. I don't or blame I'll, you. I'll my mind. Yeah, so you, it's it's ingrained in you just to keep up with that shit. You gotta read about it and all that stuff. I yeah. think our goal as comedians, like our role, is to help people understand the moment that we're in. Yeah, and perhaps think of things from a perspective that they wouldn't have thought of, and speak truth to power. Like we can use jokes to say things the powerful don't want to hear but if we say it funny enough enough people will want to hear it right so like you know our goal our i guess the art form is really to take something that's really difficult to talk about yeah and make it funny so people want to hear about it you know what i'm saying um and, and i'm not saying everything has to be a political dissertation i'm quite the opposite most of the comics i'm like dude nobody paid to show up to hear a ted talk or a gender studies lecture but a little bit here and there, I feel like is important. I feel like a little perspective. So for me, what I'm doing with my sets is like, you know, I'll do something self-deprecating. I'll do like a, a story or remember when, and then I, it'll somehow tie into, oh man. So there's, you know, there's cocaine in the White House. So <laughs> shit, shit, talk, talking about the White House, huh? Like shit's getting lit in DC. <laughs> I can't remember. Know? I can't remember. It must have been a lead in or something. I can't remember what. You- when you posted it, but you said something about a skin tag on your balls and that fucking got me, bro. That yeah. fuck, I fucking, I was in a meeting, bro. And I fucking laughed out loud. I was just reading the caption, you know, fucking yeah. that shit got me. I, 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 I was, I'll remember that I was in Greenville. Uh, <laughs> I was in Greenville, South Carolina. And there was like a group of college kids there. And they were like protesting something during the day in the streets and they were marching. And I was like, man, you guys really, <clears throat> It makes me so sad to see that you guys are just angry all the time. Like, because we're just <laughs> protesting about something always. Like, bro, you're 23. Enjoy life. Like, you should be having a nonstop good time because, yo, this is the best it's ever <laughs> going to be. And it's never going to be this good again. Like, you think life's going to be great forever. And then you're going to wake up one day with a skin tag on your nutsack. <laughs> yeah, life's in it. And then. And you're gonna stop giving a shit about whatever you were protesting real quick, <laughs> you know? Like, you're like uh. yeah, I don't know about uh, I don't, I can't think of a single thing. Have you ever protested for anything in your life? No, I can't think of anything I care that much about. Something I cared about enough to do cardio. I don't even <laughs> yeah. care about. We care about myself enough to do cardio, Burley. You know, like yeah, it's, well. No, man, not like in college. I was very much against uh, the the Iraq war and like no blood for oil. And and then it's like I'm old enough now to to see like everybody going after Bush and Cheney for their 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 endless wars now is supporting. the Dude, people are cool with Bush now, bro. And they want (laughs) endless wars. People are cool with Bush now, dude. Low key. I don't know where you stand on this. Low key. And I want to preface this again. I don't keep that, you know, I don't know all the details on this shit, but to me, I don't really see what Putin's doing wrong. Seems like yeah, he's just yeah. kind of protecting his area. 
Well, I mean, I think our I think our instinct is like if there's a bad guy, there has to be a good guy. Like Putin's a piece of shit too, man. But that doesn't mean because Putin's a piece of shit doesn't mean Zelensky's a good guy. Right. Well, like they're 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 they both can be assholes. Like you ever had two friends fight and like you're you're like, I don't care who wins. Yeah. <coughs> Quite a few times. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of how this is. It's like I don't I don't care who wins. They're both assholes as far as I'm concerned. I just want to stop paying for it. Yeah, that's what I said. I just don't want us to be involved in that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And the more money we spend, the more I fear it's it's just it's getting us closer and closer to getting Americans on the ground there. And then that's just going to be. It's game over. Yeah. Yeah. These people are monsters. It's very important to understand. These people are fucking monsters. Don't think there's a depth that they won't go to. I don't think they're psychopaths, though. I believe Ooh. I believe that they're monsters, but once they start, like I don't th- I don't see them psychopaths or like in the in the way of like we're gonna start a nuclear war. No, we're just gonna release uh, a virus that kills old people, shut down the world economy for three years, and right before this date, I saw a commercial. What's RYS? R R I don't know. Pfizer is putting out some new vaccine, and they're running commercials on Amazon Prime. For you know, if you're 60 or older, you could die of this RYS disease. So get vaccinated today. I was like, God damn it. They're starting again. We got a new one. You're <laughs> right on that. <laughs> I, uh, I wasn't anti-vax. I wasn't for it. I was just, I don't like the government telling me what to do. So I just didn't do it. Like my wife okay. vaxxed up, you know, I was just mm-hmm. like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it right there. Men and women. That's what, they, <laughs> what, what, you know, what did we learned what the the global elites, what the World Economic Forum and these people learned over these three years is that they don't need to run tanks and drones and aircraft yeah. carriers into our shores to take over America. They just got scared of white women. <laughs> good point. You but get the white women good and scared, they'll shut this shit down themselves. Well, I wonder what the percentage was of people that got vaccinated. Was it more than half, you think? No way. People. No shot. I, I don't know what their stats, their stats will probably say. Yes. But there's just no way. There's no way. That's horseshit. I mean, yeah. They're saying 70% of the population is fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. 70%. That's per usafacts.org. So, what are there? 330 million Americans? Uh, according to this, 230,637,348. That's how many people got vaccinated. So that's seventy percent of whatever the largest, the whole overall number. The, that so they're saying they're fully vaxxed. That means that they're getting the jabs and everything. To, the 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 boosters. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, there's a lot of graphs and shit on here. I uh, yeah, I, I don't believe I don't believe that number for a second. That's not not in Texas at least, and I guarantee you, not in Florida. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> no, not at all. Two hundred thirty million people. No way. Yeah, that's fucking horse shit. Um, okay. I just found out about this. I don't know if this is on your radar. So this dude started a website called rent a hitman. Have you heard about this? I have not rent a hitman. And then I guess some police station bought the fucking website. If people fucking try to rent a hitman, dude, like it's rent a hitman.com. Let me pull it up for you so you can see this shit. How stupid are people, bro? Well, it depends on what you're writing the hitman for. 
it's killing. Well, what if you just need some? What if you just need some bugs killed around the house? <laughs> huh? So people are fucking filling in all their information. Hilarious! This is a Shopify site. Exactly. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, dude. Oh, they're ceasing operations apparently. Oh no! <laughs> but they busted some guy who applied to be a hitman. Fucking <laughs> just like <laughs> people are fucking retarded, dude. What do you? What do you? <laughs> how do you apply to be a hitman? Like, what is that? What's that job interview? I did, one of them was wild, dude. I saw the news story for it. That's how I found out about this website. Chick wanted her six, a three or six month old kid killed by a hitman because the kid was interrupting her relationship with her boyfriend. Oh my God. I think this bitch was like 17 years old. I think. Oh yeah, my God. Fucking wild, bro. Fucking wild. Don't put the kid up for adoption. Just mark it. That's a lot of paperwork. You know, I heard the kid was really bad, you know, <laughs> really crying during the fucking and all that shit, you know, Man, she should have just moved to California where they allow for a uh, 30th trimester abortion. Y'all still got abortion in your area? I don't think so. No, they, they nuked it in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's very difficult in, in Florida. Yeah. People are in. I think people are just crossing state. I see. I, this is where I get super centrist, dude. We're like, I don't really care about abortion. It's not my body, but I also really like guns. So yeah. I'm like, let's, let's have both. I don't give a shit, you know? <laughs> see? Yeah. To me, see, I, I, I don't, abortion's a tough one. I like, as I've gotten older, I, I don't think it's the right thing to do. I think the bait, even, even in cases of rape, it's not the baby's fault, you know, right. like, uh, if, if you can give it up for adoption, do that. But also it's not my choice. You know, who the hell am I to say? <clears throat> that's right. That's where I stand on it. I, I, Honestly, I have my kids. Love my kids. I'm just. I just don't want to hear yeah. my body, my choice ever a fucking again after the COVID and oh, after yeah, yeah. after all the other bullshit. <laughs> put that phrase. Put that in the put, pocket. Put that one to dead. Put put me too away. That one. They found yeah, out a bunch of people lying about that one. Put it away. <laughs> Matter of fact, just sit out the next couple months, please. Just, <laughs> where where do you stand on this Lizzo banana thing? Tell me you're up to date on this. Yeah, I can't believe people would assume that Lizzo is a good human being. For her to be to be the type of narcissist that would that would shove a thong up a five hundred pound ass and then shake it in people's faces and be like, "If you don't like this, you're fat phobic." Yeah, you're a narcissist, a sociopath. Bro. Like, of course she's going to be an idiot. She's cultivated a, a, a reality that is outside of any sort of normal constructs. Anybody who can live without shame is shameful. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not even a like, yeah. Oh no. Lizzo's an ass. No way. Crazy. Next thing you're going to tell me Madonna's an insufferable bitch. Yeah. No, no weird. I'd, I'd rather fuck Madonna today than Lizzo at any point in her life. Well, you know, I think you got to take both down just for the story, right? Well, I mean, I mean, well, either way, if either one's throwing it at me, I'm going for it because I'm recording a pod. I'm recording a podcast that night. What a podcast, Doring! Yeah, no shit, right? Fuck yeah. That that story could not be more funny to me, though. I want to know where they peeled bananas, or do they put it with the with the fucking? Was it the? It's not a rind. Is it a wrapper? What, what's a peel? It's a peel. God damn it. I'm retarded. Not a peel. 
Yeah, so do they put it in and then peel it open or what? That's that's the real thing I want to know that I'm not finding out any information on. Yeah, that's, that's you know it. what? Well, these are the important questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, what we need after. But yeah, and apparently she got onto her dancers for being overweight, which yeah, is that, hysterical. That's the funny part. <laughs> is, yeah, Lizzo, body positive Lizzo is telling, you know, dancers, hey, let's get on a diet. <laughs> It, uh, she she made the she made the mistake of thinking her employees were her friends. That's where she fucked up. Yeah, right? and also yeah. like she also fucked up by being an idiot, not a moron, and having no self awareness whatsoever. All these people, I like, I, 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 people have to understand they they put idiots in these positions of power on purpose because yeah. this is who the powers that be will allow the spotlight, you know, because they're very malleable. They'll say whatever they want said. They'll, they'll move the population, whatever direction they want to move, wear a mask, do this, do that. Like they, they're just, they're, they're just idiots. Right. So it's the same thing with comedy, right? Like, so Carol Ann Miljavik, who I said before, is a brilliant female comedian. The, the powers that be will never let her pop off. What's her name again? Carol Ann Miljavik. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't do the whole, you know, I'm a whore, suck all yeah. the dicks, kill all your babies. You know what's better than having children? Literally drinking until you're 60. Like, When did that become the norm for women comics? So I don't think it is the norm for, so this is what I think people have to understand. And this is going to sound weird to people, but, but stick with me here. It's like a role, right? It's mm-hmm. like, you know how... You go to, to Broadway and there's a role of Jean Valjean and Les Miserables, right? right? So industry has the role of edgy female comic. This year will be played by Sarah Silverman. Next year will be played by Amy Schumer. Yeah. Next year will be played by, you know, XYZ and, you know, Chelsea Handler and whatever. So, but they're saying the same things. Edgy female comic who just happens to be pro-choice yeah doesn't you know anti-nuclear family hates men likes liquor it's weird that they all have the same same, all all the bios yeah So it's almost like it's almost like who's ever paying for their promotion wants uh women to think that the only way to to be cool to be famous in LA terms is to uh, smoke, drink, kill your babies, hate men and never have a family. That dude, but that actually is catching on dudes. I go to these open mics and there's a lot of that shit, bro. Because that's the only thing they've ever seen on TV. Yeah. There's a lot of really funny comedians that I know, but what, as you go up in comedy, what you find is that there's only very few archetypes Mm. that industry will promote. They'll promote the, you know, the edgy white guy who hates all white guys. They'll promote the influential black guy who, you know, happens to, you know, uh, do juxtaposition comedy. You know, right. they, they'll promote it, it. And it's roles. It really is roles. Um, it, it, it's not a very individual. Each individual act isn't being judged on, for lack of a better term, it, its individual merit. Right. They're being judged as to how they can fit this person into that archetype. So that makes more sense because there's a lot of comics where I'm like, man, why aren't they fucking household names? Yeah, you they're know, not just, you know, 
Like you for for instance, one was. one of one of my Mount Rushmores is Doug Stanhope. Dude. Just his fucking cadence is un, untouchable for anybody. But sure. he'll never be, you know, like, he's on the fringe for sure. Well, he went out of his way to never play the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He got his mail. He was one of the first guys to that was really smart about audience capture. He got his mailing list going 20 years ago and says, I don't need to play Radio City Musical. I'll play a VFW in in, uh, in Sonoma Valley in yeah. Arizona. I'll do it in front of 300 people and I'll do it my way. And nobody's going to tell me what I can or I can't say. He's made a comfortable ass living. Dude. I, you know, you got you to give it to those guys, bro. Yep. Fucking crushing it, you know, and you're doing the same shit. <clears throat> How, how'd you fall into the podcast game? When'd you do that? Uh, Did you have a few and then this one took off or what? Like, yeah, I guess the PBD podcast was kind of my, my biggest one, you know, doing uh, Patrick, but David as a podcast. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I was second chair on that for like 60 episodes or something. So I guess that that was kind of when I really got all the way in on podcasting. I had done podcasts, but I had never like um, hosted them. Really? Right. I had guests on them because I, I was working as a, as a writer and a producer and a director, actor, comedian, like <laughs> so, so the idea of podcasting was just like, man, I, I don't have the time, you know, yeah. and, I, and I, I didn't have the equipment. I didn't, you know, early on in my career, I didn't have the money to, to rent out studios. Nobody really knew. Yeah. Um, and now I think technology just kind of caught up and, um, people always really liked me on the podcast. They liked me on the shows. They liked me as a guest. And then I guess I started realizing, man, if, if everybody wants me as a guest, maybe I should just do my own thing. Yeah. And uh, it kind of took off. Yeah. I, I don't know. I saw you on one of the gas digital shows as a guest, and I think that's where I first found you. Mm. But uh, yeah, dude, crushing it. I mean, I hadn't watched a whole lot of the uh, Slick and Thick, but now that I've actually seen it visually, y'all got a nice little setup there, dude. We got a good gig, man. Mickey's a great guy. Uh, really smart, really funny. We like joking around that, you know, I'm the world's toughest comedian. He's the world's funniest <laughs> fighter, you know? So uh, I don't know why there's such a crossover between like the fighting community and the comedy community. There's a ton of these. Uh, when we first, when we first got started, people were giving us shit that we were trying to rip off like fighter and the kid or something like that. Uh. Callan's been, you know, Callan's a friend of mine, but we're, we're nothing like that. So yeah. it's, um, uh, it's, it's just fun, man. It's, yeah. it's good. You have to, you have to start dressing in Gucci and shit, you know, to be that, you know, yeah, or, yeah. or, or maybe it would have to be, uh, Mickey to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm up here. I'm up here in New York. If I'm going to get any Gucci, I better stop by Canal street. That's about all I can afford. I'm pretty sure you can just run into stores and walk out. I've seen enough videos in New York right now. So you're good to go. <laughs> Somebody for sure. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude. All right, so let's get your plugs in right now. Sure. We got about twenty minutes left, and then I want to get to the uh, rage and pillage question. So where can people find you, dude? Uh, anywhere that they are on social media, it's Gerard Michaels. YouTube, uh, Gerard Michaels. Instagram, Gerard DGAF. Uh, TikTok, if you're into your. Chinese communist brand of uh, <laughs> pooping material. Uh, yeah, and check out Slick and Thick uh, every Monday and Saturday on Gas Digital, gasdigital.com. Use code SNT30 for 30 free days. SNT30 for 30 free days. Yeah, we're uh, every Monday and Saturday, you get 90 minutes with me and Mick, some awesome guests. We've had 
you know, Chaz Palminteri, Eva Lovia, just the, you know, go, go to the, uh, Instagram slick and thick show on Instagram and you'll, you'll see all the highlights there. It's a, it's a great show. I think you guys will like it. It's, it is really good. I'd listen to the one with uh, Mickey's sister on it today. Oh actually. yeah. That was a, that was a very, very, uh, powerful yeah. episode, man. Rough bro. Rough. It was tough. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it's important because at the end of it, I think one thing we didn't do a good enough job of because really we just ran out of time, dude, yeah. is we never explained like she's killing it. Like she's crushing it. She, she is the chief marketing officer for kill cliff fight, fight. Club. Oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah. Shit. She's a, she's a woman in the man's game and she's, crushing she's an absolute monster. Nine years sober. You know, we talked about all her bad stuff. We didn't talk about her, her <laughs> clock to the mountaintop. I felt bad, but, um, yeah, she's uh, it's very, very inspirational. If anybody listening to this is, is, is struggling uh, with addiction or recovery or they know somebody who's struggling with addiction or recovery, you know, one of the things that, that we really want to do is, is help destigmatize it, help destigmatize mental health. I've been depressed, been in very bad shape uh, and, you know, don't give up before the miracle happens. All right. Listen, listen to that that episode. Or share it with uh, somebody, and, and hopefully it'll it'll be the inspiration that they need to to, to maybe find the the help that could change their life. But it's uh, it's a very 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 powerful. Like you said, Ethan Soup played before with American Glutton. Those you know, two, dude, these two are stuff. solid. They're not necessarily a whole lot of ha ha ha. There is some jokes in there, oh, but there's, there's some there's, there's, there's some no great. In those at all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah yeah do do those in like fifteen minute uh, <laughs> fifteen minute. Uh, bits yeah some high intensity podcasting yeah yeah we are a lot there's a lot of comedy in all of our stuff and those in those two that you're talking about yeah that's how let's call it our emo phase right yeah there you go yeah well brother every show i always ask the guests two questions the rage and pillage Mm -hmm. questions rage meaning party pillage meaning stealing what's Mm -hmm. the best rage story you have that can't get you in trouble today brother that can't get me in yeah, trouble. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you're even cancelable at that at this point. Yeah, you're good to go. Well, I would say the best rage story <laughs> I ever had actually comes from rage. I was dating this girl. I was in Wichita, Kansas, in the minor leagues, kicking around. My career was was stalling. Uh, the love of my life uh, is is slipping away, and uh, she's sending me these texts about going to the Hamptons with uh, Reggie Bush and his friends, and I'm like, no, you can't go. <laughs> That's it's a lot of black guys. If you can't trust me, then how is this going to work? I was like, I trust you fine. Why don't don't go to the Hamptons with the, the NFL football player? Like, how am I the asshole here? Yeah. And anyway, so like she hung up and she's basically like, she's going anyway. So I was like, all right, F it. I took my phone. I threw it, broke my phone. And then my buddy and I, uh, three of us went out, uh, and got hammered in Wichita, Kansas. I ended up having a threesome in a public bathroom that night. And then fuck um, Reggie Bush. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think she might have. Oh uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And the funniest part, the funniest part, man, is I'm coming into the like team hotel at like eight o'clock in the morning. I'm a train wreck. Um and I have like I, I've lost my my shoes. I have my like <laughs> undershirt is ripped. And I see my coaches in the lobby getting breakfast. I'm like, oh, shit. So I run across. It was like one of those like pilot J's or something right across from the team hotel. And I get like a shirt and I get like (laughs) these flip flops and I run around 
the pilot Jay get a sweat going. <laughs> and uh, as my coach said, I'm like, hey, big big game today, guys. Let's get two. Let's get two. And I run and I run past the coaches to the elevator. So before the game, before our double header the next day, they're like, hey, we just want to say something. You know, Gerard was out there eight o'clock in the morning getting his running in. <laughs> Whole bunch of y'all probably went out last night when the game was rained out. You probably went out and got drunk. Well, this if we're gonna make the playoffs, this is the type of mentality <laughs> that we need. And the dudes are just dying laughing because they knew I was an absolute mess that they had to like carry into a cab at 7 a.m. That's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Um, yeah, that was good. Fucking all right. Pillage, bro. Everybody's stolen something, whether it's chapstick out of your mom's purse or fucking robbed a bank. We've had a few on here that guests asked me to, to delete afterwards because they were pretty fucking rough. But uh, what's your favorite story of stealing something, bro? I think I might have stole one or two bases in the minor leagues. That's my favorite oh, thing. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I think I might have. I, uh, I actually can tell you my exact my, the exact one. Um I got a base hit in like the bottom of the 10th inning in like my second year of the minor leagues. And they, they played behind me at first base. Didn't expect me to run. And I timed the pitcher and I acted, I acted like I was going to be calling timeout. So the pitcher, uh, like, he like hesitated. Flinched. Yeah. But he flinched and I, and he balked. So then I got second base and he was so pissed <laughs> off at me that I did that. And then the guy got a base hit, and I scored the winning run. That's my favorite. There you go. I stole second base. How about that? That fucking works, brother. <laughs> I actually yeah. got a bigger story that happened to me, though. All right. I was, uh, like, my one of the first games after I got released, I was playing the Atlantic League with all these guys who were playing, like, the big leagues and stuff. And the game was on TV, the whole thing. And it's a hit and run. It's like a 3-2 count, so you, you end up running, you know, yeah. with one out. And I'm taking off, and I can hear that the ball was hit, and I'm looking for the ball, and I can't find it. And the shortstop comes up to me at second base and goes, hey, hey, foul ball, foul ball, poppy, foul ball, foul ball. I'm like, all right, bet. And I'm, like, jogging back to first base, and my coaches are screaming. I'm like, what's going on? It was a fly ball to right field. The he guy caught it. it. He tricked me. <laughs> he got your ass. Oh, my. In front of the whole stadium, <laughs> on TV. Here I am. Dude, It was that's, that is – and it was that moment I was like, you know what? We should build a wall. Yeah, this is where you don't trust brown people anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, we, should, <laughs> we should build a wall for sure. Fuck yeah. yeah. But what'd you think of that? Uh, was it Chicago versus uh, Cleveland the other day? That fucking I'll tell you what, Burley. I loved it. It's about damn time. Fucking awesome. Give a shit, right? It's, it's fucking awesome. Hardball, baby. Hardball. None of this softy shit. Like, hey, go in there, tag hard, run hard. <laughs> Throw some hands. I I loved everything about it. I wouldn't have even suspended the guys. I would have been like, boys will be boys. Absolutely. That was fucking awesome. That was one of the most exciting things I've seen in baseball in a while. Um, but uh, th this is the first year I'm really like getting into baseball. Mm -hmm. I went I went to an Astros game and watched the Angels play, and they got that fucking pitcher that's Otani. fucking retarded good, you know. And I was like, okay. This is exciting baseball. Let's go. Oh, the Astros have been pretty good for a while here, but not. Oh for yeah, I mean, dude, listen. the The Latin people are rhythmic people, and they like to drum. We yeah. just that's what we do. All right. Yeah. So a lot of people want to throw the asterisks on the shit, and they could have taken it away, but 
They Maybe. didn't. They didn't. Support <laughs> your local minor leaguer, bro. You go to the Sugarland Skeeters while you're out there. I've been to the Skeeters. Been to the Big Skeeters. That's yeah, a great. That's a great place to watch a game. It's man. a fucking party, bro. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 I've been out to the Skeeters. Um, there's another one out San Antonio way. I don't know the name of the team, but we went out there one day just on a whim, and it was pretty fucking yeah. fun. We got El Paso out there too. I played down in El Paso. That, that might be a bit of a trip for you. Dude, that's, yeah. El Paso's fucking God's blind spot. Nobody nobody goes <laughs> there, dude. Fucking. Might be. Yeah. yeah. No, nobody goes out there. Yeah. Especially with uh, Juarez on the other side of the river. Yeah, well, I'm not as worried about that as, you know, the rest of America. I've been down to the border plenty of times, partied right on the border and Mm-hmm. Everybody makes it sound like a war zone. It's not a war zone. I don't know where Kamala Harris went, but it's a war zone. I think Juarez <laughs> is a little different, though. Okay, maybe. I, okay, I've never been there. I've been down to like McAllen and Brownsville and all that stuff, you know. Oh but, yeah, yeah. So it's that's you know. my buddy, uh, my good buddy Catfish Cooley's down around that area. Catfish Cooley, he lives down yep. there. Yep. 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 Dude, he kind of disappeared off my feed. I'm gonna have to look him yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. He's uh. Yeah, Catfish is the man. He's I think he's uh he's taking some time for himself and his family, but he's he's the man. He's he'll, he'll be coming back strong. He so blew now. the fuck up out of nowhere, dude. He's a character though. You know, so I yeah, give we it went some, on, yeah. we went on tour together for two years, man. No he's, shit. I didn't know he did stand up. Me, Catfish, and Andrew Khan. Yep. No the shit. Comedy tour. Well, I'm gonna have to look into that. I'm gonna look up Catfish. I ain't talked to him in a minute. Yeah, well, brother, catfish. or watched him in a minute, I should say. Brother, yeah. thank you for coming on. It's been a goddamn blast. Hey, man, my pleasure, man. Uh, again, apologies about the other day. Appreciate it. And, it is what uh, it is. You know, you're a busy man, so you're living my dream. So hey, keep at it, bro. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, and keep on raging and pillaging, bro. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Everybody else, see y'all next Tuesday. And if you don't know, now you know, dude.